Welcome to the community of the redeemed. Here is another episode of Core Sermon. This time by a pastor Paulson. The scripture passage is already read to us. That is from Romans chapter 13 verses 8, 9 and 10. Three verses from the book of Romans. 13 chapter 13:8 to 10. As I said last week, we live in a very messed up world a world where there is lot of violence lot of hatred and lots of things are happening and what is the at the at the foundation of all this at the base of all this is religious conflicts now we have seen two world wars we have seen terrorism in different places the second half of this 20th century and the 21st century has seen a different type of violence and murder in the world which has its foundation in religion it is not political it is not more of a geopolitical reasons is more religious if you go for every killing that is happening in this world now you know earlier in the world war and world war 2 and world war 2 it was actually political reasons geopolitical reasons but now it's more religious reasons and we have people talking about you know religion's essence of religion is love we not violence Rel- essence of religion is peace but in fact I mean, with all that preaching that is going on in fact in spite of all this that's happening still religions are at each other's throat why today from this passage of scripture i would like to bring out one important aspect which is the beauty of the biblical spirituality why biblical spirituality stands out in a world of violence and hatred in a world where people are at each other's throat the way of God, jesus the way of jesus christ the way of the cross is unique and different and at the end of the sermon we will have enough reasons to praise god for calling us to this faith to this to this spiritual to follow him all the religions have some foundations some good principles which religion doesn't have or which ideology doesn't have good morals the Ten Commandments that we find in Exodus and Deuteronomy is the basis for almost all religions, not only Judaism, not only Islam, the Abrahamic religion, and not only Christianity, the three Abrahamic religions. But it is a universal fact. The Ten Commandments, I just want to say, so you shall have no other God before me. You shall not make idols. maybe these two commandments are unique to the abrahamic religions that is islam that is the religions that trace their origin to father abraham islam judaism and christianity they don't believe in idols they are monotheistic believers uh, uh, religions they believe only in one god unlike other religions like hinduism or other religions now look at third you shall not take the name of the lord in vain now th- fourth remember the sabbath day keep it holy that also may be unique to these religions but look at five 
honor your father and your mother which religion teaches that we should hate father and mother no religion which religion teaches of sixth against the sixth law you shall not murder which religion encourages to commit adultery no religion there may be some sacred prostitutions in the temple for some purposes which but, but apart from that no religion teaches it you shall not steal no religion teaches that we should steal there is no religion that you say that we should bear false witness against your neighbor in the court no religion teaches that we should covet others there is no problem with the law this if that's fine all religions more or less agree that we should have a moral code and this moral code is more or less same for all religions in spite of all this though there is a moral code a moral understanding a guide for our behavior our life still religions are the reasons now in our 21st century for all the violence that we witness every day horrific violence what's the problem the problem is partly with the law itself the law is good but law has its own problems what are the problems of the law first of all the law is good in principle but its performance or its effectiveness is limited by human ability let's go back to the laws again you shall not have you shall have no other gods before me wonderful wonderful but at least some segment of human kind think that that's not enough because they think that we need more than one god one god for this purpose and one for other purpose look at the second law you shall not make idols but people make idols because they cannot worship a god who is not seen who is invisible so they have to have something it because this law is broken because of human inability to worship a god who is invisible and now if you look at all these laws one by one these laws are there are good but we can that we have limitations there's another problem these laws are governed by the letter of the law for example you shall not murder that's true but if you go to court there is murder and homicide the interpretations are different isn't it there is bo grievous bodily harm you know gbh the, the law interprets it and then even if you murdered a person intentionally in the court of law you can escape unscathed because your lawyer may be able to give a, another interpretation for what you did that is also possible so law is not a 100% uh, safeguard or support uh, for moral life and then there are situations where this is in apply at all 
the ten commandments or five laws or principles pillars of any religion this doesn't apply as well so because of that the law itself is limited inapplicable and in uh, inconvenient many times as well so this is why this is why jesus and what jesus said is important jesus came as a jew was raised as a person who knew the law of moses one of the greatest noblest religions that the world has ever seen is judaism they had the scriptures they they were regulated strictly they they were the people then this is one of the longest surviving religions apart from sorashinism or parsi religion and jesus came as a jew and he showed why this law is inadequate for example jesus said look by following the letter of the law we are not going to please god this law was given so that we can please god live a life that honors god in obedience to him so god revealed his law god revealed his will about the human kind but we follow the letter and we ignore the spirit of the law the spirit is lost now the jews of the day they followed strictly the seventh commandment for example i can give a lot of examples but the seventh commandment what is that you shall not commit adultery and they will catch women who are caught in adultery and stone them to death in public they they obeyed the law to the letter but that's fine but you may not commit adultery you may exterminate every adulterer in your society but it there remains adultery in your mind that's what jesus said jesus said look in matthew's gospel chapter 5 verse 27 you have heard it was said the seventh commandment you shall not commit adultery but i say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart what does that mean they were actually condemning the act the act of adultery but what leads to adultery what is the root cause of adultery root cause of adultery is lust the lust the seventh law of the 10 commandments can control a person not committing adultery but it has no check it has no control on what leads to adultery what is leading to adultery lustful thoughts there's no control on that now the law is good but law is limited law cannot address the change the situations now there is pornography now there is no law against pornography there is no law against rape the modern problem is pornography modern problem is rape which of the 10 commandments will take care of that none of them the law is inadequate for our society now isn't it 
Yes. You see the limitation of the Decalogue, the Ten Commandments? The noblest ten principles drawn by or believed, revealed to God by God. And then some religions have the five pillars. Some religions may have three. Some religions have more of the more than one, ten. But still, all these are inadequate. I have come across patients who are addicted to were addicted to pornography. And because of pornographic addiction, they developed schizophrenia. And now, incurably sick. Spending their time in mental psychiatric hospital. Which law will prevent that? That applies to various other laws that Jesus would point out in his gospels. We, I don't want to go into that. You know, Sabbath rules. Sabbath is sacred. The other law, thou shalt not. See the fourth law. Remember the Sabbath day. Keep it holy. Jews perfectly obeyed it. They, they observed it strictly. But that did not allow them to heal a person. Allow a person to be discharged from the hospital. You know that story? You know? From the story of the healing of the man at the Bethesda pool. They won't allow him to be discharged from the hospital. To be declared clean and healthy. Because the law put limitations on human compassion. I can go on and go on and go on. Now, that shows that we need a higher law. A higher foundation for our spiritual life. For our moral contact. And that is where Jesus is unique. Jesus, you know, the, the, the Bible talks about the new law that Jesus brought. In the book of Galatians, Paul calls it the law of Christ. Can we have the scripture passage? Galatians 6, 2. In, in, the, in, the, gospel, in, the, in, the, in the book of Galatians, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. And in James chapter 2, verse 8, James calls this new law that Christ brought to this world in order to make our life more really pleasing to God, to honor God, and to, to be committed to our society, responsible to our society and to the state. He calls it the royal law. James 2.8 If you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You are doing well. This new law, the new ground, the moral ground, moral condition that Jesus brought is called the royal law, the law of Christ. What is that? The law of Christ is a synthesis. I would like to go back to Matthew's gospel, chapter 22, verses 37 to 40. Matthew's gospel, chapter 22, verses 37 to 40. Now in a question to a man's, in answer to a man's question, Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Right? And that is actually from Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5. 
and this is the great and first commandment and the second is like it you shall love your neighbor as yourself on these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets everything in the in the old testament everything in the ancient judaism every noble principles of any great religion jesus said is summed up in two commandments you don't need 10 you don't need five pillars just need two what are they love god second one love others simply and what is common to all love <laughs> you know that's it jesus said you know i don't know i don't want to say that when claim that i am for observing all the 10 commandments literally that is not you may get 10 out of 10 but still you may there may be lust there may be still harmful thoughts in your mind even observing all the 10 literally and getting 10 out of 10 literally getting 10 out of 10 we may still lose the spirit of it now the law of christ jesus summarized now in the old testament the first commandment jesus said is found in deuteronomy 65 and the second is in another book that is leviticus chapter 19 verse 8 love your neighbor as yourself and jesus said put it together and what is it can you go back to the matthew's gospel chapter 22 verse 37 to 40 and in this and in this everything on these verse 40 two commandments depend all the law and the prophets love your god love your neighbor that means have love let's go back to romans chapter 13 verse 8 9 and 10 what is paul talking about there of no one anything hmm but the sentence is not complete except to love each other though paul said of no one anything he said but you owe one thing and that is that the law of christ the royal law we owe everybody the royal law use the commandments you shall not commit adultery you shall not murder you shall not steal you shall not covet this is as far as i remember this is 6 7 and 8 and 9 the commandments or 7 8 9 and 10 the commandments is put in a random order paul writes to romans and says or any other commandments if there is 11th 12th or 13th or 100th as well everything is summed up in this word you shall love your neighbor as yourself that's it Paul said see let's make life simple Judaism has made life very complicated think of any other religion i don't want to mention any religion they have made our life so complicated now how many candles we have to light how many lamps we have to light how many incense sticks we have to burn how many chicken we have to kill how many pilgrimages we have to make with all that we come back home 
go to bed without peace not knowing whether we have pleased our god but the word of god says don't have to do anything but only one thing love your god love your neighbor and in this you have fulfilled all the requirements of the religion i want to show how that happens this takes care of everything is not only talking about the 10 commandments here he says and any other commandment if there is any other commandment now there is no commandment 10th commandment don't smoke isn't it so now you have asked the question is smoking good or bad is will please god or not will please god or not hmm? the 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 point is there is no law say do not smoke do not murder do not covet so can you smoke because of that no still no don't drink there are some religions which says that do not drink alcohol but they don't have a law saying do not smoke so adherents of that religion they drink as much so they smoke as much as they they have hookahs huge things from they suck smoke into their lungs but they don't drink alcohol why <laughs> why because when the when the law was drawn there was no tobacco discovered or invented cigarette invented so law so now it doesn't come within the ambit of the law so they can break it break it but not for christians no so follow jesus christ their moral demand is not like that because it is not in the book i can do that no even if it is not in the book we can't because we don't follow the letter we follow the spirit that's where the difference is now the point is let us look at these laws one by one can we go back to the uh, decalog the 10 commandments it says the essence of the law jesus said this is the essence of the law what is it love if you look carefully look at the one second first second third and fourth and then the other remaining six the first four laws you will obey it not unknowingly even unconsciously even inadvertently if you know your if you love your god if you love your god you know i told you there are two parts to the love one is loving god the other is loving others if you love god as deuteronomy 65 says then you shall have no other gods before me if you love your god will you have another god no if you will make idols if you love your god no you will take will you take the lord's uh, your uh, god's name in vain no if you love your god you will not remember the sabbath day to keep it holy will you break it if you love your god no by loving god the first commandment that jesus said all the four is taken care of look at the next six if you really love other human beings will you not honor your father and your mother yes or no yes and will you murder if you love your neighbor will you commit adultery with his wife or the other way whichever way you can imagine no if you love your neighbor will you steal his property no 
Will you bear fat, fat false witness against your neighbor whom you love? Will never. Will you covet another person's property? No. So what is the essence of this? Love God and love your neighbor. That's it. And if there is a 12th and 13th and 14th law, that will also be taken care of. Jesus said, this is the essence of the law. Love your God and your because it fulfills all this. Jesus synthesized it. It is no more a principle. It is no more a principle. That is what Paul says in Romans chapter 13 verses 8 to 10. Can we go back to it again? Now what happens to us when we come to the Lord? We don't say I have no rules to live. We have all the rules in the world to live by. Right? That is what we saw in the previous sermon. Last Sunday, chapter 12. We have to submit ourselves to authorities whom we don't even agree with. Because God has instituted those authorities. So, the followers of Christ obey the constitution. The followers of Christ they live within the laws and all the rules of the laws of the land. Having done that, the word of God says, don't owe anyone anything. But only one debt you should have, that is love. Now remember the context of this. If you could just go back to chapter 12, sorry, chapter 13, verses 1 to 7. Just quickly, 1 to 7. We'll just look at that passage. Romans chapter 13, 1 to 7. There it talks about subjection to governing authorities. Then it says, don't resist the authorities in verse 2. Then it says that you should fear the authorities. And in verse 4, Please, verse 4. And um, verse 6 maybe. For the same reason, you also pay taxes. For the authorities are ministers of God attending to this very thing. And then verse 7 is the most important. Pay to all what is owed to them. Pay all that you owe. What do you owe? You owe taxes. You pay revenue to the government. We do that. But any citizen will be doing that. A law abiding citizen will pay the taxes. Our government has a way of collecting taxes from them. A normal citizen will pay tax, will pay revenue. But government has no way of demanding respect from them. Is there a way? Why should you respect the income tax officer? But a follower of Christ not only pay his due, he is also supposed to pay respect. And honor to whom honor is owed. Now, this is not simply discharging our civil responsibilities. The law of Christ goes beyond that 
you know in building a nation like our our country in bringing peace and solidarity between religious factions and nations and groups the only thing that can work the only answer for this world's ills and problems is the gospel that's what i'm trying to say gospel is the answer because even the authorities are hostile we respect the authorities who are hostile we honor the whom to whom honor is owed and next verse is what we have started with verse 8 says of no one anything except to love each other to love each other what will happen when we love each other when we have a society where we love i don't steal the reason for stealing is not fear of the law the reason for not stealing is love the reason for not committing adultery is not the fear of being caught but it is love the reason for not flipping through pornographic material is not shame it is love for god and also for fellow beings imagine that the whole world follows jesus christ do you think there is a place for violence do you think so do you think if everybody believes what is written here and acts accordingly as what jesus taught do you think there's a reason for violence in this world no that is why i follow jesus christ because he has the answer to the problems of the world and we should continue to witness this through our life through our witness through our sharing of the gospel we should say there is hope for this world and that hope is jesus christ amen that is why we preach the gospel because it by treaties by talks with any these things the world is not going to have peace peace will come when the knowledge of god fills the whole world as the waters cover the world amen and we preach jesus because he showed the way of love he summarized everything and let's pray these days lord come but if you tarry help us to spread this good news of jesus christ that in loving god and loving human kind there is hope for this world the religions can love only people of their faith political parties can live and serve only people who belong to their political parties there's only one somebody said this and i don't know who it is there's only one institution which is instituted and stand for the interest of others and that is the church of jesus christ only other organizations are instituted for the sake of its members but jesus christ the body of christ the church is the only organization which is instituted and which is which 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 continues for the welfare of others let's 
exalt god help us to understand the love that comes and fills our hearts and with this love we'll be able to look at the world the world that is violent the world is cruel the world filled with all sort of atrocities we look at this world with hope love because we know jesus is the answer and we have got the answer we believe the answer don't we yes let's stand together and sing a wonderful song hope this sermon was a blessing to you if you happen to visit pune make sure you worship with us we would love to see you and share our joy for more details visit www.coreindia.org that is www.coreindia.org or like us on facebook that is facebook/corepune